Wayne movie? There was a scene where Sean Wayne was playing like a football player that was kind of fruity. And he made her wear shoulder pads. I don't have fetishes or kinks, right? So I'm not weird like that. I think my friends are weird because they like feet. They like all this other. I don't like, I just like sex. Man, I ain't gonna lie, dog. These women in these shoulder pads, not a fool. L- lie to your pastor, don't lie to me. But seeing her tackle that thing, boy, just, I'm, all I'm saying is, is I was up for watching this. Yeah. And, and I don't know who set it up, if it was Cardi's people, if it was the Chargers, but I will say this, it was very smart. A lot of people watched it. You got Meg showing that she still has strong knees. God bless. I, I can watch. I can watch Cardi tackle that dummy. Oh, uh, they matter of fact tackle me. Uh, my favorite saying to tall women is "dunk on me." I just tell. I just tell Cardi to just 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 tackle me, baby. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A and M was first. A and M bought every player on their team. Made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. Right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. That's where you see the genius of Nick Saban. He's in a room talking to influential Alabama people. One of the things that he says is, I don't know if we're going to be able to maintain this level if it stays the same. <laughs> You're what you it's basically he's using the, the, the blood. Man, the what's going on, world? It's your boy. At Big Gabe James underscore 36. Man, we have finally got a weekend in the South where we get that good football weather, like that fall crisp weather. Like you go out there and you feel like you can run for days. Like if you get if you get a good solid hit on somebody, like it just you, you feel it because like it's cold, man. You know, your bones um start aching a little bit. And when your bones start aching a little bit, you know what it makes it good for? Need some liquor. Liquor makes everything everything better. Hot chocolate, hot coffee. Well, hot ish coffee. Um, in, in for uh, state of Florida, even here it's just it's cold. But like um, anyways, we'll get into all of those different things here coming up soon. But it's your boy at Big Game James underscore thirty six, and this is Big Games BS, part of Dead Media Group, brought to you by the greatest cigar um company in the world, thehumidor.com. Go to thehumidor.com for all things tobacco-related. Thehumidor.com. You type in sports at checkout, you get 20% off. Thehumidor.com is what brings you all of the tailgates, and we have the tailgate of the century lined up for next weekend. You need to go check out. I need to start putting this stuff in our comment section. So I'll put it in the comment section for the link. Um, It's the Big 3-6 Roll-Up. Or the big game roll-up um, um, tailgate. And basically what that means is I'm partnering with um, the big three roll-up. My guy CJ um, Wilson, we're coming out there uh, with Silk. I'm um, Larry on. We're doing a big tailgate. And, um, you know, everybody's um, invited. Please come check out. There'll be former Florida State players, former Florida players, um, tons of alcohol, tons of um, cigars, and – a little bit, a little, a little different um, thing for you to partake in. Um, it's, it's, you know, if you want to partake in um, the strictures of the issues, it will be there. It'll be. I've heard like yeah, so I don't. I'm still a newbie when it comes to this, but um, but but yeah. So it's from Cali, so like you know, 
Cali is supposed to be like the primo of where all the stuff comes from. You know, everybody comes, but whatever. But it's gonna be, but it's gonna be. They'll have the we'll have. Uh, we're, we're trying to get a row um, where you can have a vendor's row, so you can come do your Black Friday shopping, get some food, hang out, um, mingle, do all those different things uh, with uh, some of your favorite celebs. Miles, are you coming in? Tell us for Thanksgiving. Are you gonna stay in Jacksonville? Yeah. That's next week. Yeah, I'll be going to Tallahassee. Wherever y'all going. I'll be going to Tallahassee. So. All, right. All right, well, cool then. I'll have a show on Friday then. Now that I know we're going to Tallahassee because I wasn't, wasn't quite sure how we were going to do that shit at a tailgate. Like, we'll have a show live from the tailgate. Um, I think uh, Big Three Roll-Up's going to be doing some different stuff. Tons of content, tons of good people, tons of hanging out. Come check us out. I want to start this off by, if you go to the first link, Miles, it shows my Twitter. One, we thought Twitter was going to be dead. Everybody said Twitter was going to be gone. Um, thank God I woke up. I think Elon Musk is fucking with us on purpose. Like to make, uh, to see how bad we need this. It's, it's like, you know, you, 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 like he's fucking with the product, puts out Twitter blue. Technically, Elon Musk did to you guys what this motherfucker did to me. He scammed a lot of you guys with Twitter blue. It was eight bucks. You paid $8 and then the motherfucker gave you a blue check mark to take it away. Um, but you threaten that, so on the last day of Twitter, what happens to me? I get scammed. I'm trying to buy um, some tickets. So if you got tickets for the Florida game, if you're a Florida State fan and you're trying to get rid of them, you don't know how to get rid of them, hit me up. I will take, take them off your hands. But I'm no longer doing the traditional way of business. The traditional way of business was um, the traditional way of business the traditional way of business was I we, we negotiate a deal, we come to terms, I pay you, then you deliver the product. That's the way it goes with the handshake deals. Um apparently that's um not the way of um the way of the world anymore. And um like I got I got hit. I got hit. Six hundred bucks. Really had gave me a great. I was like, man, that's a great deal. Uh, you know, this is what tickets are going for. I'm like, cool. I'm getting them for somebody. Sometimes people back out or whatever. I'm like, man, I could go. At worst, I can go make my money back or even make a little bit of money off of it. But, but he hit me, got the money, and I sent the whole spread. I'm talking about we negotiated. We're doing all this different shit, right? Motherfucker got the money. Not then they blocked on Twitter. So I couldn't even get in communication with them. But the one thing I will say is um is this. I call it, I'm gonna give my guy Thumper. Thumper is from West Virginia on Twitter. Thumper was one of the original MFTK brand buyers. And Thumper's been there with me because you know, I'll tell you this. I sometimes fuck up with the mail. The mail fucks up too. But sometimes I'm not. I ain't. Go, I don't go to the mail, the, the post office that quick. I am afraid of the mail post office. I don't know why. But I'm gonna make some three six mafia shirt. And you know who's gonna get a three six mafia shirt? Thumper, my homegirl Nina, um, uh, Lisa, and a few others. And you know why? Oh, excuse me. Um, is is Yeller is her name as well? But what? I, I, try, I don't really know whatever because she comes to every is Danielle 
I don't know why it's like that, but it's at Lufita Tune because her ass knows how to dox. She's a tech person. Them motherfuckers be riding. They ride or die, bro. And the three six mafia came into effect. They tweeted this motherfucker. They added this motherfucker. They did all these different things. Corey, I'll, I'll definitely put them up, dog. But like these cats right here separate themselves. But I want to do say all this to say a shout out to my guy, um, Mel. Mel came over here to the lounge yesterday. Mel hooked me up with some tickets. Well, we had a transaction. He didn't hook me up with shit. I paid for it. But we got the ticket. And then um, we had a dialogue. And one of the things he says, man, I know how you do business, man. I want to I always like to shout out people who um, who do the right thing. So, anyways, post the tailgate miles, which is the next thing right here. And um, I want everybody to hear my guy, um, um, CJ, um, with that. CJ Wilson is going to be my, uh, my little bro who I'm a partner with with the tailgate. So, like, you see it right here. Um, Sporadics, um, sponsored by Spor- um, Sporadics, Big Three Roller, um, uh, MFCK Foundation, Did Media Group, um, brought to you by Game Day Vodka, ABC Fine Wine and Spirits. Go check my Twitter. It's my pinned tweet. Please check it out. We want to have – we want to start this bitch. I want to be able to add more. It's going to be what you want to – it's going to be everything that you want to be, um, be at. It's dope. All the cool stuff. Um, and also, shout out to everybody who's doing this. So, going into the game. Enough of all of this. Oh, my bad. Right now, I'm inside the greatest cigar lounge in the world. Goodfellas Cigar Lounge. But outside of that, there's football. Great football weather. Tallahassee, Florida. I'm going to be your uh, meteorologist right now. Because um, I don't know where y'all been at. It was hot one day, and then it's cold as shit right now. It's 50 degrees, which is Florida cold. Even though I have a short sleeve shirt on, Miles, who is from Boston, for whatever reason, has a sweatshirt on. But I, if you get in the shade right now, you're going to freeze your ass. But um, right now, Tallahassee is 50 degrees. It feels like 46. The high is 60. One of the things about Florida that sucks is that when it gets when it gets cold, whatever the temperature that it starts at, a lot of times it doesn't change. But tomorrow's high is 58 degrees. And then I guess it's supposed to rain at night, but like um, fifty eight degrees in Tallahassee is really a, a little nippy. So like um, just want everybody to know me and Trey. I'm going to have to fight Trey to put on a fucking jacket because for whatever reason my son doesn't want to do that. But kind of cleaning up based upon our Wednesday show where some of you guys went and found my tweet saying stop comparing Mike Norvell to um Bobby Bowden. Well. A guy who I have the utmost respect for as a player is a guy by the name of Shade Tree. Shade Tree's real name is Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones um, Jr., who, even though he committed to um, Georgia, uh, Marvin Jones Sr. is an icon. Um, he's one of those guys who he, he, he said the same thing. Somebody comes in there and he's praising Mike Norvell. And somebody puts, I couldn't agree more, Marvin. He reminds me so much of Bobby. And and Patriot is just like what Coach Bowden did will never be duplicated. Not many coaches stay at one school for thirty years. And I had the honor for playing one of the greatest in history. It's Mike Norvell's time. Let him work. No need to compare. Let him create his own history. Stop trying to compare these people to ghosts. Let that man Bobby's grave is still warm. Let that man grave, you know. You know, let let Mike do so when Mike when Mike is there for over ten years. And we're seeing wins and we see national championships. We see ACC championships. 
Now we can start comparing him to those things. I love Coach Norville. Also, by the way, we have I still have about 50 tickets left to give to anybody who wants to go to the you know, the Louisiana Lafayette. Period. All I need you to do is be able to hit me up. It's large groups. I ain't got time to give the individual tickets out unless you see me there. Just bottom line is we give a large we give a large sums of tickets out to these kids. But the Louisiana Lafayette game is a game that I was on Spiratics yesterday breaking it down. I really don't feel like going into a whole bunch of details about us beating up on the system of the court. But this team is um, in um, the University of Florida for next week. But what I don't want to do is get into a situation where we are having to having to exhaust our playbook in order to be able to beat a, a, a weaker team. This should be a game with Florida State, who's ranked the number nine team in the nation. And Louisiana Lafayette also has a lot more to play for than just this game. They have one more game next week against against Texas State, I believe. Let me make sure I'm telling you this the right way. Yeah, they play Texas State, who is clearly three and seven. They should win. They they win one more game, they're bowl eligible. They should not have to worry about these different things. But like, if they come out and they really try to make this a slugfest, we're gonna knock out. We're gonna personally try to knock out some of the better. And that's how we should. But if they come out there and they just lay down and they're respectful about how they want to interact with us, then we'll let them live. It's kind of like if you're in the um, Roman gladiator, like, you know, if you plead for mercy, they're not so the guy won't kill you. But if you but if you don't, then the guy's going to kill you. And all we need is the fans to be able to cheer and say, yeah, we want to be entertained. I need to be entertained in two and a half quarters. Florida State, you need to make sure this happens in two and a half quarters. With the spread being what it is, I think Florida State covers the spread comfortably. Um, but there are some things that they do very do pretty decently. Their quarterback is very is um is has a three to one touchdown interception ratio, which is pretty good. Um, it's, um Jordan Travis has a um, I believe that's a five to one, but it's still you know obviously it's still it's still pretty good. Um, when it comes to this, there are some things that are on track and on par for Florida State athletes. Um, right now, um, Trey Benson is 226 yards away from a thousand yard rushing season, um, which is a, is a which is an accomplishment. Um, Johnny Wilson is about 351 yards away from a 1,000 yard receiving season. So what you need to do is they have three games left. You have Louisiana Lafayette, you got Florida, you've got the bowl game. What you got to do is get a chunk of those yards right now so that you don't have to do as much when it comes to Florida and um and the bowl game. Florida's going to be a little bit more tough. Uh, again, that's but, – but you don't want to get caught peeking. Take advantage, destroy the teams that you're supposed to do. Um, like you're supposed to do. If you really want to get a really, really detailed breakdown of what I feel about the Louisiana Lafayette game, go on – Facebook, please go on Facebook. Go check out Spiratics um, Facebook group. Make sure you're a member of that. Go to at Spiratics on Twitter or go to the Spiratics YouTube page and you'll hear the breakdown of me, Chris, um, Norvell Central, and um, and Chip, um, Chip Westerly, who are all good guys. All guys who, by the way, will be at the tailgate next week. But if you click on this little soundbite that um, we actually had from last night's show, this goes out and this is well, this tells you what I believe 
Florida State will be, what Florida State has. Every game, you want to know James Coleman's breakdown and really nice shirt showing his chest hair to try to make the moms um, all hot and bothered. This is the take. This is the breakdown right here coming up. Um, you got me on the echo right now. It's killing me. Um, but um, like, so go, let's push that play button and let's get that going. But basically, that's it. Everything revolves around Jordan Travis. If Jordan Travis is doing Jordan. You got to pause on that, Miles. Jordan Travis is doing Jordan Travis things. Yeah, we're gonna be good. We'll be all right. If Jordan Travis isn't on his A game, we won't. If you look at the three games that we lost, even though Jordan Travis didn't do particularly bad, but we lost North Carolina State when he threw the interception. Um, and he didn't use his legs and, and things of that nature. But I think he's much improved. Th- like if next year, if you want to know, James, where do you predict Florida State? Are they? I'm going to predict them as a 10-win team if Jordan Travis comes back next year. If Jordan Travis doesn't come back, I got to go watch some spring practice. But bottom line is this team rises and falls based upon Jordan Travis, and the defense is going to do their thing. We got to play complimentary ball. We have to take the next step and be the bullies in which we are. Now, I talk about Florida State versus Louisiana Lafayette. Not going to go too much into detail. Check out sporadic. I for damn sure am not going to pretend to give a fuck about the University of Florida versus Vanderbilt. I don't know anything about Vanderbilt. I personally hope Vanderbilt wins. But I can't really go into those details. Now, what I will say is the U is playing a game, and I want to put this person on blast. This person is a good friend of mine, military veteran, um, served our country, phenomenal person, um, Brian Eduardo Collins is um, a great, great man. And what makes him a great man is that he is like a Lannister. And Lannisters pay all debts. I want everybody to see my handsome friend in his seminal gear. Brian is so petty that he sends me this picture knowing that motherfuckers going to have to read it in reverse. But that's Okay. <laughs> I'm still not mad at you. If I was able to get into my goddamn Facebook account, I would go in and I would go get the picture that's reversed. I was just happy that he did it. He did ask me if this was good enough. I said, man, the fact that you even did it, it speaks volumes, Brian. You're all right with me. Um, if the shirt, Next year when we beat the fuck out of Miami in, in Tallahassee, I'm going to purchase the shirt for Brian. I'm going to make sure it's gold. It's going to be bright. Is going to be everything that I needed to be. Me and Brian annually make a bet. I love Christmas. I don't necessarily love the gift-giving part of Christmas, but I love Christmas um, and, and the songs and all this other stuff. I like Christmas trees. I'll have my Christmas tree up um, on Sunday when I get back in town. Um, to, you know, But Brian's thing is, James, you can't celebrate Christmas until after Thanksgiving if – University of Miami wins, and then he has to wear University of State colors, which I technically think it's not fair. Because what people don't, little known black history fact about this Army event, he went to the Florida State Developmental Research School, aka Florida State High School, 
So there is colors and pictures of him wearing garnet and gold. He just wants to act like a Miami fan and doesn't want to embrace this knowness. We need you to embrace that inner know, Brian. But I love you, and I wanted to make sure you got your props. Thank you for um, holding up to your part of the bet. Um, University of Miami has a lot of other different things going right now. Uh, Mario Cristobal is um, literally in uh, has a program in shambles. Um, a lot of people not believing what he's selling. And it's a lot of people. And, and, and one thing I say about Miami fans is they are the best um, spin doctors um, ever. Like right now, it's it's all the kids' fault. So, so let me just take you back. One of the big people for Miami is Pena. Um, Terminator X. 305 is what his name used to be. Not a bad guy. I love what he does for the community of Miami. He, he gives back. I've gotten a chance to know him through one of my good friends, Diddy. So, Caneville literally said Lane Kiffin was going to be the head coach. And Lane Kiffin personally called him and told him that he, while he was at um, Tootsie's, and said he was going to be the coach. He tweeted this shit. I was like, you know what? I know a lot of wild shit happens. But I'm pretty sure Lane Kiffin ain't tweeting randoms to tell them that he's coming. And then he says, oh, well, Mario Cristobal was always the choice. And then when it came to Mario Cristobal, I was going to hire Riles. He was going to hire all these other guys. He was going to get – Miami was going to get – um. What was the darling of um of a college football world? Um, the LSU's um old offensive coordinator that was with um the Panthers after they fired. He was going to bring him in, even though that kid got literally said, "I have no interest in going back to college. I want to stay on the pro level." He was getting everybody, and then when Mario Cristobal said, "Oh man, it worked the way I wanted to," when Mario Cristobal like they, they this same fan base made us believe, tried to make us believe that little Manny, which I always tell you, we we know these guys. We know Manny Diaz. Look, we call him Little Manny, videographer. That means he took pictures of Florida State practice. Y'all wanted to make the picture taker believe believe that he was this goon that he was never. So Little Manny was was this goon. Miami was going to be disciplined. They were going to be innovative until they weren't. Now Mario Cristobal is going to come over and he's going to make them tough. All they needed was him. We're a Every ranking, Miami was at the top of it. We're tough. We have better players. Uh, I think my boy Hish said best best quarterback room, best running back room, best tight end room, best offensive line. Because you have a little midget. That's your offensive line coach that was taking pictures with recruits that were picking them up. All the different things that you said you had. You said Mario was going to bring tough. Your team has folded and quit on so many occasions. And now you're going through the grieving process of what Florida's going to talk about. You went in, you, you had a spark when you started, but now you're just garbage. Mario Cristobal's got parents numerous weeks saying, this is some bullshit. They're calling that spank shit on you. But now Mario is doing basically what high school coaches do. He is flipping this and he's, he's flipping this and putting it on the players. And this is what Mario Cristobal said. A parent is free to free and welcome to pick up their son if they're not happy with their playing time. Now, I agree that is bullshit. You should not be crying about playing time. 
But I also believe it's bullshit that a head coach is trying to address this on social media. No, you are supposed to be that guy. Why are you even talking about this? You play who you want to play. The problem is none of the shit is working. Like, you could not sniff the end zone until you played Georgia Tech, who was weak and depleted and, and coachless. And what was wild about this is there's Kane, like, Twitter has Kane Space. Twitter has Kane Space, right? Oh, I'm trying to see this shit. They have these cane spaces, and they go on for hours, man. Like, I sometimes wonder, like, do y'all do y'all sleep with your wives? Do you have children? Do you work? Matter of fact, let me see right now. Might be a cane space. Oh, wow. You got to be careful when you open up your Twitter. Elon is not checking that right there. But sometimes I wonder, like, do you people even – um? Like, what do y'all do with your lives? Because, I mean, they were on it. They were like, get rid of everybody. Oh, and then, but now they beat Georgia Tech. And Miami is playing a team in Clemson, who has been the top of the ACC since Jimbo left. And, Miles, I want you to click on my guy, Caneville, his tweet. Because people need to see this. I I have I tell people all the time, man. I um I do exude confidence and shout out to Alpha Mill Clinic for helping me with that. But sometimes I wish I was as confident as ugly people. Because I'm a realist, man. And this is what my man fixed his thumbs to say. Statistically speaking, statistically, the Canes and Clemson on paper are almost equal. Clemson runs the ball better while UN passes the ball better. Clemson score more, scores more, which it should have been, which is the only thing that matters. On defense, they both have a sim- have similar stat lines. Now, do you want to know what the University of Miami and Clemson have in common? That's not similar. A common opponent. Florida State played Clemson, and they lost. Clemson did this thing that's very foreign to the University of Miami, in particular against Florida State. They found the end zone. They found the end zone numerous times. The Clemson game was 34 to 28. It was actually a close game. Now, DJ Ukulele looked like a Heisman goddamn candidate. He has not looked like a Heisman candidate as of late, but he did these things. And, and, the, and the Pilgrim, Shipley, was mm, immaculate. Jordan was probably the least accurate. George Travis was the least accurate he had been all season. And he had three touchdowns that he accounted for. Now, that was that game. That was Florida State Clemson, 34 to 28. To put it in perspective, Clemson found the end zone. One. Two. Three. Four. Four times. 
One, ha, 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 ha. Two, ha, 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 ha. And let's just take a let's. You know what? We're going to erase the touchdowns that Clemson scored. And we're going to say maybe there's other things. Clemson picked a field goal two times. That is twice the amount of points that you put up against Florida State, common opponent. Now, let's just look at what happened again because, again, my memory is fuzzy. I don't remember some things that happened last week, let alone the beginning of November. I mean, the month's almost over. That was what happened a few weeks ago. Yep, score's still the same. You know what? You know what? This is what Miami did is better than Clemson. They prevented Florida State from scoring in the third quarter. They did. You did that. Congratulations. But you scored a grand total of um, three points. Um, let's just see what you passed the ball with that game. Um, let's go. No, you didn't pass better. You had a total of 62 yards passing. Now, you did run for 126 yards. Jalen Knighton had a had a 15-yard carry average. Probably should have. But he had one long run for 45 yards. Probably should have kept running. And Jerry Brown was running for his life. But, like, you know, I just – but then there are times when the, the premise was, wasn't that Miami would win. The premise was that this is a close matchup. So I could be wrong. Now, ESPN um, has this matchup predictor that has Miami having a 9.3% chance of winning this one. Miami throws the ball better. Well, a lot of detector tests determine that's false. Tyler Van Dyke, who's not playing, Jacoby Brown is going to play. Has a seventeen hundred yards, ten touchdowns, four interceptions. That's your leading guy. DJ Ukulele, twenty almost twenty two hundred yards, nineteen touchdowns and five interceptions. They rush the ball slightly better, right? Wrong. Parent, the leading rusher, has five hundred and sixty nine yards and four touchdowns on the ground. Now, on one hundred and twenty carries. I hold your breath here. Just relax. Will Shipley, the Pilgrim, has 154 carries for 899 yards and 12 touchdowns. You don't have a good leading receiver. You're not good. And they have better. They have a better team. They have better coaching. They have better players. They have better ingredients. They have better pizza. Better toppings. Better bitches. Everything is better than you. But yet somehow you believe that at 3:30. In the afternoon, you are going to walk onto that field even. Ray Lewis is not running out of that fucking time. I saw my, my dog Leon Cersei last night at our one-year anniversary here at the greatest cigar lounge on earth, Goodfellas. He was up here having a good smoke. Leon Cersei's not running out of that tunnel, bro. Reggie Wayne ain't running out of that tunnel. You're not even having Kenny fucking Kelly run out of that tunnel. And most of y'all fans don't even know who the fuck Kenny Kelly is. But I know who Kenny Kelly is because Kenny Kelly left one orange and green to go to the better orange and green in Tallahassee with FAMU. Ken Dorsey ain't coming to help call plays. He damn sure ain't throwing the ball for y'all. So what I need y'all to do is to get off of this high horse and accept your fate. 
You're not going to make a bowl game. You're going to get your ass demolished by Clemson. And that's going to be five to six. And it's not and, and it's not going to be slow. And it's not going to, and you're not going to like it. They are going to literally put you on the ground, your face into the dirt, hand on your neck, and ravish you over and over and over and over again. John Ruiz is not going to be able to bail your fucking asses out. Sorry that you have to hear it from me. They, they, they don't have your children listen. Matter of fact, don't have your children watch that if you care about them. Everybody's talking about don't send the bills. Everybody's talking about this shit. But you're going, they're going to talk. You're going to see young men get led to the slaughter and get molested. And you know who's going to lead that way? A lying ass Cuban in the name of Mario Cristobal. And you know what's going to happen? More parents are going to be like, why are you leading my sons into this situation where they have no hope? I normally say that players make plays no matter regardless. I personally think that this is the this is the exception. You are a terrible person. You're not a good coach. You need to hire better. You need to be better for what you're getting paid. I don't want to hear about a stadium. I don't want to hear about recruiting because all you're going to do is bring in top. You know what? You're going to be like my grandmother with good sleep. You're going to overcook this shit. doesn't matter what kind of choice meats you get. I could give you Wagyu beef and you're going to cook it well done. And you know what happens when you cook a really good steak well done? The shit is chewy and flavorless. That is what you are as a program right now. You are chewy and flavorless. And that's enough talking about losers. The Jags this week are um, the Jags are not going to lose this week. They're playing the bye, not in du- not playing in Dubai. They're playing the bye week, so that's um, optimistic, and hopefully we'll have some good things come up and like this, like this. But that brings me to my hate o'clock, which is Black Friday. We talk about the Black Friday deals that you'll have at the at the big game tailgate. But Black Friday, man, you got to go to Green Acre Sporting Goods. Green Acre Sporting Goods go get you. Two different types of AR-15s. You got bullets. You got the Taurus um, 9mm, which you've seen me shoot numerous times. Solid handgun. You've got all kinds of different things. But you know what? If you don't like those, they got everything you could possibly eat. And I'm telling you how the, the key to success, customer service is so dope, right? But the key to success is to know to be connected. If you go in there and you say Big Game sent you, Z and them going to hook you up. I promise you. I promise you. My hate o'clock is this. I really personally believe that we need to leave some things to white people. Where we at? Did I say we had 35 minutes, Mom? We had 35. You know, I hear black people's. This is a comment that's very um, prevalent in the African American community where they say, like, you know, damn, we can't have shit. Like, you know, rap music, Eminem come. Country music was literally stolen from us. We invented rock and roll, then then um some guy who didn't take a shit and never washed his ass and Elvis Presley comes in and, and, and was also a pedophile and he takes it over and they call him the king of they call him the king of rock and roll. We have all of these different things that you know that black culture has 
influenced. Um, if you, uh, I forgot what the movie was where Cedric the Entertainer comes in. Um, it's John Travolta, Cedric the Entertainer, a bunch of guys. So we have influenced every aspect of of, um, of your lives and made it better. And yet this is, but yet y'all whittling down to epitaphs and stereotypes. But I will say this. I mean, you know, soul food, that was being married, like what they call country food, it was basically taken from slaves because we made scraps taste delicious. But here's my thoughts. And I'm also learning that a lot of the different things aren't really white or black. What they are are is cultural things through a geographic lens. So maybe, just maybe, This isn't a white thing, but like maybe a northern white thing or some areas of whiteness. Because all the way, I will say this. When I found out that white people didn't bathe, I was shocked. I was appalled. I was aghast. I was um, befuddled, if you will. And I had to go ask the closest white person I had to me at the time, and that was Denny. And Denny was like, man, I'll bathe twice some days. Because he's sweating. He's active. Then I um, asked... Um, you know, some of my other white friends. I had a wife who was in radio. Um, she was in Atlanta at the time. Now she lives down in um, yeah, I'm down in, in the Palm Beach area. And she was like, "Hell no, I wash my ass every day." Well, all the white people that I know wash. Like, let me rephrase it. All the white people I know personally wash. But then there's some apparently. Then there's one that was on um social media. She real cool as shit. Not even gonna lie. Be my first. Never been with one. But she seems she has a black kid, so I know she. We know she likes black. And I was confused. I asked my friends, my black friends who've been with white women. I was like, dude, can y'all just allow these women to not wash, and y'all just running up in them. Gross. And then she was just like, I wash. But then one thing I do know is this: is that there are some nasty women out here, and and there's no no race runs the gauntlet, and nothing nastier than this new. This new bitch that's a social media influencer, B. Simone. Matter of fact, the B is in it. She looks good. She's cute. But B. Simone doesn't wash. Neither does Summer Walker. I used to call her a little smelly. She sings, makes good music. But she, she bragged like, and what's crazy is, why do y'all get on these social media sites and like just, and like, this isn't anything to brag about. On your podcast, it's nothing to brag about. You out here just like, man, I ain't washing my ass. And what makes it appalling and a little bit afraid, because here's, if you don't know, the viral tweet is, B. Simone goes viral after realizing she doesn't shower every day. Or revealing she doesn't shower. She puts, if I shower on Monday, the next shower is Wednesday or Thursday. Now, I will say this, maybe skip a day. Because you got busy, you were tired, you were doing, I'm not, you were traveling, some shit happens, have no problem with that. But like, yo, this sounds like this is a consistent thing here. Right. And like this is a, like, you could just like 10 minutes, baby. Like, pop, pop, pop. What's it called? A whole bath in the sink. Right. You out here smelling like yesterday. With all the products that women have, there is no reason that a woman should smell. 
and I'll say this it's like y'all have I also have other questions like do you do you like we do like you know and, I, and I'm also seeing like women who are who do the wax stuff the, 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 I don't know what they call it, the wax tissues or whatever you're out here saying that you know a lot of y'all women don't wipe properly which is why because they got when they get the full wax they gotta wax that thing right there and it'd be shit all in the wax strip right so I'm which is why I say like fellas you gotta be careful with these um new with these women with these new asses because I believe personally like when you sometimes you don't know how to use something when you just got it. Like women with big asses know how to wipe. They were born with that ass. That ass ain't just new. Like they had to learn how to use it. And you know, with great ass comes great responsibility. So because you don't want to be out here smelling like a slump. I just don't um Okay, thank you, Till Dog. My man Till Dog is this is a, this this is a safe space. Lie to your pastor. You ain't got to lie to me. My dog Till Dog says I've knocked white boots. Was it night? Not I've knocked white boots. And yes, you watched. Thank you. This is a. I tell people this. You can say whatever you want. You try to cancel me. I I, I am ignorant to other cultures. I'm sorry. I grew up African American in the South. I don't know. I've learned about Spanish people. It's been an experience. I learned that there's not one piece of the rice, rices, that doesn't get ate. <laughs> In my house, we threw away the goddamn crunchy rice, the burnt rice at the bottom. Apparently, that's a fucking delicacy to some Spanish people. I had no clue. I do know this. She's not really Spanish, so she ain't got that big-ass pot. The big-ass rice pot. But, um, anyways, though, the point is, Big Simone doesn't bathe. And what's what's what was alarming is that people came in and, and um and, and, and second this and then thirded it and it, it came in and just like, ooh, I know some of y'all dirty because I can tell by the way that y'all um the way that y'all wash. I think it's a But she's not. She is an influence. She ain't that rich, bro. B Simone is not that far off from, from bro. Like you, the comedian, great. He's not as he's not Patrice O'Neill yet, but he's on that level. It was Corey Holcomb, and Corey Holcomb says this man. He's like, I have everything in my pocket to get seventy five percent of women. I got two hundred dollars. I can promise you, B Simone ain't like. Ain't that far off from a lot of you guys, bro? Like, you just feel like it because she has a lot of followers. Like, you feel like it just like some only fan girls. Like, I'm telling you, they are a, this recession is about to prove. Ooh, I'm glad I'm gonna get. Let me, let me just get into this part right here. I'm gonna finish this. I'm gonna get back to my point. This recession is about to prove who is real and who is not real. And I'm gonna give you some free advice from Big Game. And this is from my heart. But anyway, B. Simone comes on here, and then what happens is in this generation, simping has become pimping. And you'll have men that have come out here. And what's stank about this poster is that he's got a picture of a football player. And I don't know if that's him or not. Let me click on this. Oh, that's him. That is him. And he is in a frat. 
He is a cap. Oh my God, OJ. He is this motherfucker's a cap. This guy puts. Well, when you work as hard as she does, sometimes you don't get the chance to shower every day. Y'all go put in some real work. You might understand. If you don't take your stank ass in that in that shower that's in your locker room and wash your ass after you get done practicing, I know something. This lets me. This is the. I can't even say this is a lack of having fathers. My mother would not let me take my stank ass and lay on my sheets in her house. The sheets that she paid for. Like. You don't understand, like, like especially as a football player, man, we sweat and we stink. You've been rolling around in dirt. You ain't washing your ass. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, do you, you piss? <laughs> Let me tell you how I was doing COVID, doing quarantine, right? Quarantine, I took a shit. And you know what I did after every time I took a shit? I showered. Cause I was there and had shit else to do. Like I'm not saying everybody should do that 24 seven, but like, dog, you're right there. You didn't use a potty, throwing up there, washing your ass real good. And I talked to my best friend Jamila. My best friend Jamila is a doctor. She's an OBGYN. She is the reason why I also stopped trusting a lot of women, because she has seen vaginas, and she has told me the secret. A lot of vaginas ain't good. It ain't great. Like we give women, we put women way too high up on a pedestal. If you knew what some of these badges look like that she got a chance to see. There's only one story about it. She like pushed it like she, ugh, she pushed it and like green shit squirted out. And I asked her, I said, Jamila, what's the science behind this dog? I want to know, Jamila. Like, why aren't people, why are people so like, is this real? Dr. Oz is saying he doesn't even wash his legs. Saying like I didn't know that you don't wash the fucking legs. I thought you why, why the fuck would you be in the shower lazy, and not wash your legs? Everything else, but they're like, let, just let the soap dry right down. No, motherfucker, wash everything, bro. But here's what she said. She said the science behind it is the reason why some of our immune systems might not be as strong as they were in the past is because we probably do bathe too frequently. We are too. Um, she says you do probably only need to wash every other day from a if you're in a sterile controlled environment, you can get away with that. And that's what she said from an OBGYN doctor perspective. But then she said, however, <laughs> from a microbiologist perspective, because that's what she had to do. She majored in microbiology at the University of Miami. She said this. We are in a we are in a world that is nowhere near sterile. Our air is dirty and polluted. Our um we we sweat more. We wear in, we wear way more clothing. We transmit a lot of different bacteria just by living that we did not do in past generations. So as a microbiologist, you have you don't know what you're fucking carrying on you. Thus is the reason why they had things like COVID. One of y'all dirty ass motherfuckers gave me COVID. Because I know it was my not my showering ass that got COVID because of y'all. And that's really where her thing came from is that you should wash your ass. In particular with a woman. You have a you have um uh you have 
you have a hole that does that is a self-cleaning oven. But if you don't really do what you're supposed to do outside of that self-cleaning oven, you're putting something inside of that. And you don't know what's inside of there. And she's seen what's inside of there. And she says, because of that, you should make sure you wash your thing thing. And then you got to make sure she's washed her thing thing. Or that's how you get STIs. And that's also how you smell like tilapia. Oh. And I don't use it. Makes my stomach hurt. I'm just telling you guys, even if you don't wash every day, just don't tell us. <laughs> two things that we should all we two things we shouldn't be able to do. We shouldn't know so much about you, and we shouldn't be able to smell you from a mile away. If I could smell you, trust me, I already know what's going down. You ain't washing your ass. So please, um, PSA, in particular in the southern month and in, in, in the summer months in the south, wash your ass. Um, you can save a life, that life being your own. Now, before I get into my alpha male moment, I want people to realize that the there is real deal data. It's something that I've been telling people. If you want to, you can go look it up. It's called uh, uh, so they got two of them. It's called if you go to igotstandardsbro.com, it'll pull up. But um, I tell people that a lot of women say that they don't want a man, they want this specific type of man. And I tell them I don't really think they realize what the data shows is that it's statistically impossible. So, what one nerd did. Was he came up with this thing? We go ahead and show this. We can do this in live real time. He came up with the female delusion calendar. Now I was showing my friends immediately this because she is like she's not even chartable. That's how much money she makes. She's a doctor. She makes over she makes over three hundred thousand. I think the chart um, stops at um like two fifteen. But go let's pull up the, um, the site. So we're gonna go in here, and I want women to know like. Um, you know, I don't really care. Tupac does, if no nobody else care. But I want you to understand the things that you say you're looking for. So, um, what we're gonna do, Miles, is this: we say the average height of a male is five eight. So we're gonna go. Oh, let's, so what, what, what age does it have up there? Uh, let's go ahead and put twenty to fifty, because a lot of women are. Um, a lot of women say that they um, they don't like the age gap and that's perverted, but they 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 subscribe to this. Um, let's exclude married men because a lot of women, yeah, I gotta have, he gotta be my own. I don't want him if he, um, I ain't sharing nobody. So I'm like, you, you do your thing. Though. I agree with you. Um, let's, I'm black. So let's just say black women. We're going to stick with black women. Black women like the date within their race. We're going to go with that. And let's go with five, eight. Cause I want, you know, normal, normal height. That's the minimum though. Cause that's not like. You can still get taller than that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to exclude obese because technically it excludes athletes because like that chart isn't really really good. And I'm not even going to go say. You know what? Let's say let's keep that eighty thousand. Even though if you make over fifty thousand statistically, you're good. Let's see what the percentage chance of that single woman has in finding that man. And go down. I'll tell you. 44% chance, 0.44% chance, not even a percentage. That kind of guys are out there between 20 and 50 that meet those standards. 
That's not including if they look good. That's not including if they have a big dick. That's not including if they don't wash every day. That's just the reality is your standards is the standard is the standard and the standards over everything else does not apply here. You need to realize that. But that being said, Miles, because women gonna be, and you can go play with that and toggle it, all kinds of different things. Like, hell, you know what? Let's go go back, push new search again. Push new search. And I wanna um it keeps the same, it keeps the same things in there. But um I'm gonna even go in here and say, you know what? Let's not discriminate. No need to discriminate. That's not right. Everybody, all right, all lives matter, right? Let's open it up to any race. And you know, and I'm gonna you want to know what still happens? And this is not this isn't black women, this is white women, black women, all women. If you put you click, all right, go down, push find out. We won't see it. And this is your minimum at 80,000. That's a little bit better. Your prospects are better, but it's still 4%. (laughs) It's because the social media has made you guys believe that everybody's making bank. But you know what? It's the prospects aren't that great for us either, man. Go to realitycalc.com because a woman got mad that a bitter man got that a bitter man went out here and, um, was out here making sure that um people now I want to say this men don't go around with these standard type things CALC most men go around with minimal standards I mean I don't really care I, I just want you to look good can you take care of yourself as an adult that is what my standard is you can say, James, you need to raise your standards. But the reality of the situation is, that's all I should care about, man. Like, you know, I don't care how much money you make. I think I make a good amount. But th- this is the male calculator. Because women are always like, and they use this pill thing because red pill talk. Most men will go, I'm going to go with me because I don't think women even know how to use their vagina until they're like 30. But let's go 28 and these, and these new 50-year-old women, these these ain't the same. These, these ain't Blanche and Golden Girls. These motherfuckers is bad. We can go 28 to 54, right? I'm going to... Oh, by the way, women, if you would include married men, your statistics will go up. But just letting you know that. Just polytheism should be a thing. Not polytheism. Um, uh, polyamory should be a thing. But I'm going to exclude married and we're going to say you can have mother. So we're going to go down. Let's just say black women. Black women get mad when black men. No, you know what? Go back up, Miles. I can't do that. Click Hispanic because I'd be a hypocrite. All right. Go down. Let's just say because men don't have these height things. Let's keep it that way. 411 to 5'8". Just letting you know that's a lot of shit. I'm going to click overweight. No. What's, what's the difference between overweight and obese? I guess it's Let's go obese. Let's exclude obese. It will don't mind if you got a little fluff. Let's just say no. You know what? Yes. Let's say eighty thousand. And we go find Now the worst thing about the male calculator is that it gives you a number. It doesn't just give you the percentage. It makes it worse. We have less than I have. This is what does that say? Seventy five point one percent. 
That sucks because that's a that's an accurate number. This is data based on the Census Bureau. This isn't made up shit. This is like what people are reporting. My thought, my point in all of this is, guys, is that you got to be guys and gals. If they're not abusing you, physically or mentally, realize where you're at, because statistically speaking, you should be worse. <laughs> Or you could do worse. And if you feel like you can do better in this economy, it's fiscally irresponsible to break up if you're if you're living with somebody. And if you feel like you can do better, man, y'all just come to an arrangement, man. Just talk to each other. Just be like, hey, man, I ain't going nowhere until I get a better roommate. And I ain't going like... Then it gets weird. So just like even with women. You know what, how, what happens to the woman that has the roommate? at the Thanksgiving dinners, they start asking questions. Why does she have a room? And the same thing with guys. It, it, but even though this is becoming more common in Atlanta, like when you have, if you're, if you're a father and you got a roommate, but just, listen, man, it's fiscally irresponsible. But guys I'm starting to ask questions from that are in Atlanta are rappers in general. Like Atlanta is known for sassy. is the sassy capital of the world. Um, they just, do things way differently and accept things that a lot of us don't accept. And um, even their goons, one of the scariest things in the world to me is to be beat up by a, by, um, by a gay um, And I think T.I. Is, is, is a fruity boot. And the reason why I'm saying this, and there's nothing wrong with me. And again, I don't, I say that jokingly, but there's, it's not a disability. You could be all that. But T.I. is going after internet celebrity in Charleston White. And this is my alpha male moment. This is not alpha male. I will say, however, Charleston White's response to it was very much alpha male. Go to alphamalejacks.com. Alpha Male Clinic is where you can go in. We're going to end 2023, excuse me, 2022, getting in the best shape of our life to kick 2023 in the ass. But we're going to come out here. We're going to act as men should. T.I. literally dedicated a song to Charleston. This is where our society has gotten. And I had, there were people having arguments with me about how this is tough. I'd be damned if somebody, if I go out here and I'm dedicating a rap song to another man that's not my child. I'm not finna write no damn rap song about my goddamn daddy. I'm not going to write a rap song about somebody else unless it's a rap beef. Like I'm not going to go put somebody else on my level. It's called punching up. You don't punch down. But if you go miles and go back, go to the IG post and just scroll over. It should be um, different. So yeah, if you push play on it, you can hear T.I. has this and it's actually pretty good. Drop you from a place so far from great white folks adopt you. Leave no train. Cop police don't need more mace. I see your failure. It's a teachable moment. Uh, we can see what he want. I tell my son, tell that fuck nigga he got it if he the opponent. Listen to me, his death is life. Every time he open his eye, another funeral he lived through because a coward dies. A thousand deaths. Like he was on that, but like now, go to now go to the next clip. And this is where yeah, I have to admit. Oh, uh, nigga, that's that old T.I. Yeah, I like that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, y'all lying to me. That song is not trash. That nigga went and made a bad-ass verse. I brought, nigga, I brought T.I. back. Nigga, T.I. wasn't hot like this here, boy. 
I brought T.I. back, nigga. T.I. wasn't rapping like this here no more, nigga. I done brought that old T.I. back, nigga. When, you know, uh, 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 ASAP, ASAP, motivation, motivation. Now, what's yeah, funny I brought is, the rubber band man out. Yeah, T.I. was now, his favorite rapper. Now, T.I., man, that bitch hard in the motherfucker. Nigga, fuck you talking about? Nigga, I, nigga, let me say, nigga, I'm smiling. I, I, I'm actually flapping. I feel good. Uh, I'm a regular guy, and I got a multi-20 million dollar man rapping about me. Uh, and not only that, uh, I was in this city. If, if if I feel like a guy disrespected my son and, and my family, I ain't making no rap about him. I'm gonna kick his ass. Yeah, fuck that rap song. I'm gonna kick his goddamn ass. Yeah, I have to admit. Yeah, you know, fuck rapping about a nigga. I feel like they done something to me. I'm gonna kick his ass. Nigga, here you talking about? Ain't gonna no motherfucker sing to no nigga. The nigga done disrespected my baby and talked about it. Man, I ain't for the same nothing to no nigga. I'm gonna throw punches. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna throw punches. So, uh, yeah, I'm flattered. Yeah, yeah, I'm so flattered. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm flattered. Uh, now, now, uh, T.I. hurt my feelings. Man, that nigga hurt my feelings. Uh, he told me, you would never be on my level. I said, oh, he treat me like I'm a peon. <laughs> oh, that nigga said, oh, man, you would never be on my level. You, you, you ain't on my level. Who you think you is? And he wouldn't even say my name. He would treat me like a peon. I said, oh, man, big time millionaire rapping nigga. Uh, yeah. But when he made that song about me, he put me on his level. No, no, no. He put me on his level when he made that song about me. So now I'm on T.I. level. Yeah, you're not. So like, basically, he's not wrong. And the problem is... I'm learning is that a lot of people think that they're men and they don't handle things as men. And even I'm learning that a lot of people that say they're street cats or hood cats don't operate like that. You are a rap cat. And I'm not saying you should go to violence. I personally think that the best way like to the, to quote ghost from power, the best response is no response. And when you listen to Charleston White, why he said something about his kid, his kid said something about him. And they got into grown folks beef. Which they should have stayed their ass out of. And then he went down there and he talked about how ugly the kids is and him and Boosie's kids. Boosie is not responding. T.I. is, and from this, Everything that T.I. is calling Charleston White, which is true. And Charleston White says, I am a snitch. I tell I tell on criminals, which is nothing wrong with that. The problem is, T.I., you do too. You have a Crime Stopper video. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's wrong when you, pro- when you put this front out that you are this tough, badass dude that understands the code of the street, which I think is killing a lot of people anyway. Because to me, I'm with Charleston. It's two things I'm going to do. I'm either going to ignore you or I'm going to slap the shit out of you when I see you. And you can't be tough when that man is walking around your city doing stuff and now you want to go make rap songs. The first thing I thought about was this song by Robert Kelly who apparently might be getting off. I'm dedicating this unto my favorite girl. That's basically what you just did. Ain't shit gangster about it. Ain't shit tough about it. You literally dedicated a song to another dude. 
that's not a rapper, that's not in rap beef, that to be honest with you, most of us didn't even know who the fuck he was a year ago. I found out that this is who this was, was he, my, my TikTok, one of my video, my first videos on TikTok was him talking about some shit that I had no idea who he was. But now I'm learning who he is because of guys like T.I. Don't be T.I., guys. Don't necessarily be Charleston White either. But, like, just be a man. When will being a man get back to back in vogue? Standing for something, being who you are, and all this other shit. And then as Till Dog says, my advice to everybody is stop taking trips with on, on out of country or anywhere with people that you don't know. RIP to that young lady who got her ass beat by, I think they're saying it's a man that was dressed in a wig. I don't really know. Um, one of them Transformers. But we'll see as it comes out. But that's unfortunate that she passed and her family and the friends said that she died of alcohol abuse. But it definitely shows that she got her ass whooped. She died of an ass woman. But other than that, man, great football weekend, man. Enjoy yourselves. Holiday weekend coming up. Make sure we get good and fat and full. See you guys on Monday after victorious Florida State weekend. Hopefully Miami and Florida lose. Appreciate y'all chopping up with me. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>